0: Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, Out and About 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, This is my second Out and About episode. It's probably going to be a little shorter. Uh, There's going to be a lot more background noise than normal that I'm not going to be able to edit out um, because I am out for a late night stroll with Luna. It is 9.30, and we're in the middle of a heat wave. It feels... Like walking through a hot, wet, gross bathing suit, um, or you know, in weather terms, it's like today got up to 41 with the heat and humidex and all that fun crap. <laughs> um, so I had to wait till late to walk her, and it's it's still hot, but Loons is enjoying it. She loves being out and about. Um, yeah, today's going to be a quicker episode. Just because I'm by some busy streets, it's going to be loud. Again, I apologize in advance. Um, but here are some just just some stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, first, I've kind of addressed it on the podcast, but I wanted to mention it uh, again just because it was awesome. Um, I uh, not too long ago got to write an entry for Faith and Fandom Volume Seven. And it's now out into the wild, Hector's getting some great feedback, which is awesome, and it was, it was super exciting. Um, I've loved Faith and Fandom for years, ever since uh, Matt Percy, our, our brother from Cardboard Cornelia, introduced us to it. Um, and then reaching out to Hector and doing episodes with him, uh, and getting to lovingly promote it. Um, getting to be a part of it was was awesome. It was uh, In a way a mini dream come true because it's like hey, here's the thing. I've been a fan of um, Gonna wait for the motorcycles to go by <clears throat> Sorry about that um, But yeah, it's been like hey, here's this thing. I've been a fan of I've been in like loving reading uh, God has Spoken and taught, uh taught me so much through Hector through faith and fandom um, that getting to write a chapter where I get to do that kind of thing, um, but through Pokemon Origins, it was, um, my chapter was based on the episode I did with Bex from Redeem Otaku and Bex, Bex has been such an awesome friend and teacher in that as well, it's being able to see God's grace and lessons, um, everywhere, so getting to write for it was, was wonderful, um, And the the book is great. Hector's just got such a great mind for for this kind of thing. So I'm hoping to do more. I'd love to write for more devotionals and stuff. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what the future brings there. Um, But that was cool. And I hadn't really talked about it at any real length on the podcast. So I kind of wanted to. Uh, Let's see. The other couple things are... (laughs) Lately it's been weird. I'll start shows but then I won't finish them um because i'll just go to a show that i've watched a lot so a while ago i started re-watching um spectacular spider-man which is so good it's steve and i have talked about it a couple times like never a solo episode on it but when we've we've talked spider-man um, it might be the best spider-man cartoon Which, in a way, is challenging for me to say just because of how much I love the 90s Spider-Man animated series. Um, But they had sensors where they had to put lasers, uh, no guns, Spider-Man through, like, one punch the entire series. Um, They didn't have these issues on on Spectacular Spider-Man. They also had Gwen Stacy, one of my favorite characters from from Spider-Man. they updated characters, but in, in ways where it worked, they made the new versions of the characters work. Um, so even if I even if I don't say it's better than Spider-Man the Animated Series, it's absolutely its equal. It's absolutely on par with it. It is a fantastic show. If you like superhero cartoons, go out of your way to find it. If you're a Spider-Man fan and you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Uh, The theme song at first seems weird. Uh, It takes an episode or two to get used to the animation style, but it is fantastic. The takes on the characters are, I'd say, authentic to the comics, but they also take them in their own direction, but in ways where it makes sense. It's a great adaptation um, where it it takes what's there before, but... uh, grows it in its own way but it works the the characters resemble absolute absolutely resemble the characters from the page so it's it's well worth a watch um the venom saga in in particular um the symbiote episodes are so good my my high mark for the symbiote uh story has always been the three-part episode of uh spider-man the animated series but this one it's just it's up there it's absolutely up there and it's fantastic and it had an extra episode with the symbiote and you get more of it you get more of brock so it oh it's so good um let's see another show i recently we started revisiting and i've kind of put on hold but i I will again is um i'll pick it back up is lois and clark the new adventures of superman and that one got put back on my radar a while ago because of um our good friends Dallas and Celeste from Geek Devotions and their podcast Com Talk. Um, they started, they were going through a lot of Superman stuff and they mentioned some of their favorite takes. And I was like, oh, I forgot all, this, all about Lewis and Clark. And I grew up with it, uh, being a late 80s baby. Um, so it was on TV and we'd watch it with the fam. Um, but then in the back of my head, for a while, I've just kind of rid it off almost. Like, oh, it's going to be cheesy. Uh, Lois Lane is a tough nut to crack. And I'm like, they always either focus too much on one thing and not enough on the other or whatever. Um, and it it is different because it's, it's very Lois and Clark focused. Um, but that being said, when I watched it, it is so good it's like it is it is a product of its time the special effects are are what they are for a 90s early 90s show with not like an insane budget um but the characters are great again a great adaptation um i can't remember the dude's name but the dude playing lex Luthor is just outstanding um terry hatcher is so much better as Lois Lane than I remembered her being and gave her credit for. Um, right now, she might be my go-to Lois, actually. She's, she's great. Um, Dean Cain is a fantastic Superman. He might be too handsome for Clark Kent. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, in the sense of, like, not like Clark Kent has to be a bumbler or exact uh, he doesn't have to be the exact same character that Christopher Reeve uh, envisioned, where it's like Clark and and Brandon Routh excellently put his own spin on him recreated in in Superman Returns, but it, it doesn't have to be to that extent where he's timid and fumbles over his words, although I love that version. But having, he he's super confident, but in this, it's like everybody notices just how confident and how handsome he is and all that. So it's, he does put some spin on it where it's like, I'm from a small town and I'm kind of innocent and naive, but it's still, I'm like, I'm not seeing enough of a distinction where I'd be like, I'd suspend my belief because... You look <laughs> you look too good and your Superman looks too good. You're too much alike. Um, but the joke is he's too handsome because dude was dude was super handsome. <laughs> he was just just straight up. Uh, I'm really digging the show. I'm really digging the show, but I kind of paused it because uh, I felt a beast Wars kit coming. And there's in, in a bit just because I've got so many episodes on the go, At some point I'm going to do a Beast Wars episode proper and I can't wait to do that because that show is so good. Um, But because I felt the kick coming, I've started to visit some other Beast Wars stuff that I've never seen before. Uh, So in Japan, Beast Wars was huge. It got very successful. Um, And they had done an adaptation of it where it was very, very comical. Um, It's almost like the inverse of what happens in North America where we do terrible uh, overly comedic bad adaptations of anime (laughs) That's what the Beast Wars dub uh, Japanese dub was so then they had a couple cartoon exclusive seasons Uh, there was Beast Wars 2 which takes place... I, I don't I don't fully know the story. I'm only like three or four episodes in. Um, and then a sequel series, Beast Wars Neo. And I think it was a movie at the first season because a lot of anime, a lot of Japanese media, you'll get like 50 episodes or 40-something and then a movie, um, especially if they're following like the Super Sentai formula. So I'm a couple episodes in. The animation is... Fantastic. Um, I, I'm having mixed feelings on it just because I'm, I'm not used to the tone, and there's certain anime tropes where I'm like, "This, this doesn't make sense for Beast Wars." Um, but at the same time, the thing I got to remember is like, look, this is this is aimed at kids, and aimed at kids of a different culture. Um, like the original Beast Wars was aimed at children, but they put in so much stuff there that you can watch it as a North American adult and have stuff to dine on and chew on and a lot of food for thought and heavy stories. Uh, this show might have it, it's just I haven't seen it yet. Um, like I said, the animation is fantastic, especially for like the, the leader character, uh, Leo Convoy. He, he looks phenomenal. Um, the villain, I think Gaveltron or Graveltron or something... Uh, he's the only predicon that has a beast mode and that that's something I don't like all the other preds are just machines I'm like well then they're decepticons and this it's called beast wars after all but um the anime yeah the animations fantastic there's certain episodes uh out of the first four uh first two I was like I'm in uh, and then the third and fourth I was like eh, okay but I'm gonna keep going because um, it's interesting and it's just Again, that fascinating thing, when you take one thing from a different culture, adapt it to a different culture, or repurpose it for that other culture, and then aim it, it's its fascinating, it's interesting. I might not fully enjoy it, but it's still just kind of cool to see, like, hey, your, your instincts and what you do with this are very different. And also, I, I want more Beast Wars, because uh, I was never a big Transformers guy, but Beast Wars was awesome, and it still is, so... I'm curious. I'm curious for more. Um, so we'll see. we'll see how that goes. I'm also re-watching The Office for the umpteenth time, because um, it's fantastic. Uh, and also, Hector uh, wrote a chapter about Dwight in Fandom 7. It's so good. Um, and then there's two great Office podcasts that are coming out regularly. One's a mini-series that's only gonna last about 12 episodes. And they're four deep. It's uh, by Brian Baumgartner, the guy who played Kevin. It's an in-depth look at the history of The Office. It's called an oral history of The Office. It's fantastic. Excuse me one second. Have a great night. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, I will. Hopefully it'll cut out the humidity. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great night. Uh, just a sample conversation with Neighbors Late at night um, Yeah, the uh, the oral history of The offices is, is fantastic um, And then there's The Office Ladies Podcast Which is a watch along um, Of the series by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kingsley Who played um, Pam And Angela respectively And they just got to the third season recently it's so good um so if you're an office fan check both of those out if you're just enjoy podcasts and you're looking for a new one to listen to check those out as well and my final thought for the night um just because it's starting to rain is uh and i'm almost home is um so lately i've i've gotten So, (laughs) this is going to sound weird because it's going to be like, I'm so good. And that's not what I'm trying to say. But I've gotten really diligent at making uh, prayer a big time part of my day. Not that it wasn't before, but I've said this to other Christians and I just find uh, how much of a difference it makes just having that absolute focused one-to-one time with God. And for me, it's, it's through prayer. So every day I take Luna out in the morning and then A certain point, I hit a corner, and it's the, like, it's the same corner on the same route every day, and then I start to pray. That's my praying corner. And I found, like, it just, it's so beneficial, that one-to-one time with the Lord. And through those prayers, it could be meditation on scripture, it can just be lifting up others, it can be focusing on some certain situations, like the anxiety I'm facing that day, or, whatever most of the time it's lifting up lifting up others again not picking myself up but it's it's i find that if i'm focusing on others it gets me out of my own head um and helps me be a better friend and a better brother in christ because then i'm also following up with these people um right now especially just because of the anxiety but also rona and COVID. we've been roaned and coveted and all that sorry um like we're we're really isolating and it makes sense, but then that's also I have been also unintentionally isolating on text and stuff. So in doing these prayers where I'm focusing on these friends and loved ones every day, and then also reaching out and following up to see how they're doing and also how I can pray more. Um, none of this is to big me up, it's just even on days when I have a lot of anxiety before and sometimes after, I've been finding it just so peaceful, so refreshing, so needed, and just so good for my soul to have that daily spot where even if I'm not feeling it um, and I start to do it, God just does uh, just such a good work uh, for me with it. <laughs> that I cannot help but recommend it enough. That daily one-to-one time, which most of the time we we think of as devotional time or reading, scripture reading, which all of that is good. It's all good, like, and absolutely something to do. Uh, Sorry, I'm on a very busy street now. Um, Like, all of that is very important and needed and good to do. But I find I can zone out a bit, allow myself to, even if I try not to, with the prayer, especially while I'm walking, I just find it helps me focus directly on one-to-one, uh, one-to-one time with the Lord, where I'm lifting others up and just turning my eyes to Him. Not only does it make me a better friend, I find it makes me a better believer, follower, because I'm then forced... Not forced, but as it's this one-to-one time with Him... I'm focused a lot more on scripture. I'm letting myself get focused a lot more on scripture. And just how good how great a God God is. And the good and the bad. Alright, I'm hiding at a gas station as it's starting to come down so it's a good time to wrap up. This episode was clearly a shorter one. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a wonderful day. I love you all. Thank you for your support. Um, thank you again for our patrons and Nathan our Uh, Nathan over on Patreon, Nathan Marsham from Monster Island Film Vault. Great guy. Thank you for being a patron. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening and supporting. I love you all. Hope you're being safe and staying cool. God bless, my friends. Take care.